Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. My number one message is, is just to use every moment as an opportunity to learn and grow. Um, you know, it may not show now, but it'll show, you know, and as I said, it wasn't our turn. It's, it's not our turn. Um, we've had the opportunities. We've had the crumbs. Um, we've had everything um, to our disposal. Um, but it wasn't our turn. And um, I, can, I, I can accept that. And I think we can accept that. Um, knowing that there's, there, the sun will rise tomorrow and there will be oh. another opportunity to, um, to attack it. Oh, Terrible my punch. gosh. It's awful. That bothered me. When I heard, heard him say that because... That's not that's not the Jalen Hurts messages that I've been used to hearing over the last year that I've been here. Like when I got here, you guys were on a on a on a historic Super Bowl run. And I remember being in the press conference with him, well listening to his press conferences. And he was so inspiring in the way that he talked about, you know, fighting through adversity and things of that nature. And to hear him in that press conference knowing what I've seen him do over this year, because I, I I think he got off to a phenomenal start, especially when, you know, you talk about the fact that he got paid all that money and he came out and, and initially looked like he was going to be the MVP. To concede like he did in that moment, I that just blows my mind because, and this is why it bothers me. If If this was a situation that I felt was out of his control, I'm okay with him saying that. I'm okay with him conceding the way that he did against an inferior squad. I'm okay with that. But that was not the case. You controlled your destiny. You controlled your destiny all the way until week, what, 14, 15, something like that? Like when you started this slide, you could have done something about this. So I agree with you, and it is frustrating listening to I mean, it just feels like it's just nonsense. Some of the times he just talks. It's just He's just throwing out, like, just stuff. But some of this was not in his control. The defense turned into the worst in the NFL. What's he going to do about that? You, you, the uh, offense is in his control, right? He's the quarterback. He, he's the biggest part of the offense. They can't tackle anyone. What is he supposed to that, do? A lot of Tackling is a lot of won't. No, but Jalen has nothing to do with that. Yeah, but that, he's a quarterback. But he is the leader. When I, and, and again, let me be clear, because somebody's probably tuning in to the show and they're hearing half of what I'm saying. I'm not putting everything on him, but you are the absolute, un, you are the leader of this team, and they go by your example. You had the opportunity. Like, we always knew going into this from the beginning that this defense is inferior, and if, if we want to pave the way, it has to be offensive. But not this much, Hugh. It became the worst defense in the sport. We thought mediocre. They can't tackle. They couldn't stop anybody. No, they don't want to tackle anybody, Joe. I saw two old-ass individuals <laughs> last night <laughs> ball like never before. Like, they stepped up because, you know what? You know what made Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox step up last night? Pride. Will. Yeah, Will. Pride. Yep. Pride. Pride is a powerful mofo, man. I'm telling you. 
when your pride, when somebody call you pride, because think about it like this: that game didn't get to crack until somebody pissed Fletcher off. Somebody, somebody said something to somebody, and the two OGs they decided to step their game up, and they dragged everybody else with them. But them cats in the secondary, they decided they weren't going to tackle anybody. They, that's what they decided to do. It's kind of the same thing. Now, I will say this. All of this is not on Jalen, which I've been reiterating all morning long. It's not all on him. Some of this is schematically he, he, was, at a, he was at a disadvantage, schematically. But, man, come on. You got to step up and you got to work with what was given to you. And, and, and I need you. You've been definitive in every other thing that you've said this year and since you've been the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. I need you to be a little bit more definitive when you're talking about your head coach, though, too. I well, need that. But I need that. I think you. he was definitive. Well, no, he, he was he, definitive. He, but say, sometimes saying silence can be deafening, right? Like <laughs> you, you ask someone a question and they give you silence. It's because that's telling you everything. Can we hear it again? Jalen Hurts asked about Sirianni and his job status here. And it, again, this is a yes or a no question to Jalen Hurts about Nick Sirianni. Listen to how he responds here. Uh, you want Nick back? You want Nick back? I didn't know he was going anywhere. Well, I a question about whether I know I didn't, I didn't know that. Nah. Where's your confidence level in him then to, to fix this team? I have everybody. I have a ton of confidence in, um, in everyone in this building. Um, it's just a matter of us going out there and playing clean football. And that's been something that we have not done. He was given two opportunities to, to defend Sirianni. One, just a yes, right? Do you want him back? Of course, yes. Two, your confidence in him. And he said, I have confidence in everyone. No, it's the equivalent. Of when you know you ask somebody and say, hey, "Is my friend cute?" She has a really nice personality. That's what that was. That's basically what it was. So she you didn't has get a, a really no, nice personality, but she didn't get a yes. Yeah, because you're asking a, a direct question. This is why I'm disappointed in him because everything that Jalen does has been calculating, and and he's been concise in his message. Oh, it since I've been here. That that one about it ain't my turn. Come on, dog. You you talk about what do you say? Uh, the hungry dogs run fat. Whatever the, some of them old cliches he be saying. But what he talks about is taking the bull by the horns. That that's what I'm trying to get at. When you hear him talk, there's never been a time that I've heard him talk outside of last night where it didn't feel like he seized every moment that was given to him. It did for him to go like to for him to sit there and say, "Oh no, dog, you know what? Just wasn't my turn." You waiting for a turn, dog? That's what you was doing. You gotta go make you make your moment. Yeah, Th- no, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. He, no, yeah. Any other time, everything everything that Jalen Hurst has done up until this point has been a moment where it feels like when you talk to him, he has seized. He seized that moment, and last night he conceded. The moment. Well, what I and to your point on that, I, this is the first time watching him that I feel he doesn't believe in what's around him. I felt he always believed at Alabama. He believed at Oklahoma. He believed his first couple years here. I don't think he believes in this can, in what, what's around him here, including th- the coach. You might be right, but can I can I tell you why I have a, a problem with that? Is because of this. When 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 Jalen got drafted, I thought that oh, I was like, oh heck. You know that that's probably going to be a cause, a issue for for the guy that was before him. And it did. And Jalen seized that moment. Jalen, okay, so now Doug gets fired. Nick Sirianni comes in. 
Nick Sirianni, from the time that he got here, never committed to Jalen, right? Not in the first year, yeah. No, yeah, he, didn't. He, didn't, he didn't concede. To well, he, not even into the summer was he even named the starter. It took yes, all the way up to like took, the opener. Yeah. You know what? And you know what Jalen did? He, he seized yeah. that moment. Mm-hmm. So now you get to this moment, and he doesn't take advantage of the moment. That's why, that's why for me, I feel I, I'm a little disappointed because I feel like I was, I was sold a person that, that switched it up on me. At the worst time, you could switch it up. Now that's why. That's why, Joe. I, I say I need more information, because you won Coach Sirianni over. He was a guy that was in your corner, and now all of a sudden it went south. I need to know. I need to know why. Yeah, and that's it's a very fair point. I, I guess it comes down to this for me. I'm guessing we're all guessing on this. I don't think Jalen believes in Nick anymore, and I trust Jalen Hurts' football instincts more than I do Nick Sirianni's. Jerry is in Douglasville. What's up, Jerry? Hey, guys, how you guys doing? Jerry, we are trying to figure out uh, how a team fell apart like this. Well, I can break a little bit down, and I already knew a little bit what was going on here. Uh, uh, I'll give you my thoughts on Seriani. But this this all could have been avoided. I mean, like you are saying, you know, Hugh, I mean, you know, I don't know how as a realistic uh, Philadelphia Eagles fan that you thought you were going to win the game last night. I mean, I said to my son, he works for the Eagles, but I can't say anything. I said... Unless we run the ball, both Gainwell and Swift, to death, and Dallas Goddard has 150 yards, because I thought they were going to double-team, you know, Smith, and then obviously Goddard should come through. And I said, unless that happens, it's over. I mean, how in the world do you think you're going to go with a Julio Jones, which we should have never got him. Boy, I love him. You, got to, you, you should have had a younger, guy, a younger guy that could have – I mean, if you're not going to run the ball – we should have had a Patterson. I mean, how in the world in the league can you go with DeAndre Swift and not sit? I mean, you don't run two backs for me and block. You don't do and you don't do the little scrolls, swing pass to Swift. And 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 it's all Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson is a mediocre offensive coordinator, and he and Seriani brought him in. If you were going to a Super Bowl, you're not going to bring in Brian Johnson. You're going to bring in a John Gruden, who can work. I mean, the scheme was a joke. I said to, I said, 10 games in, I said, this is mediocre. These plays are mediocre. We are going to be figured out, and then we got exposed by the Niners. And then everyone has hopes. Everyone's playing the, the song last night, you know, out of time. Like, really? And then you have Quez Watkins. You were all back on a quiz. I mean, come on, man. Quez has let us down every year. Like, Chris Watkins should never come back to Philadelphia. He talks crap and does nothing. He is a horrible receiver. I had no banking on him. And so who are you, So what was your game plan last night? If they're not running the ball, which I said Ryan Johnson will not run the ball, he's not going to change anything. That's why he's going. He never, never changes anything, and he wasn't going to change. So you're now saying, okay, it's Jalen Hurts. No, Jalen Hurts is a solid quarterback. If, did he regress? Is he not seeing the field? I mean, the good thing about Jalen Hurts is he pumped fake. I can't believe it. It's actually a miracle. He, you know, I mean, the defense has only been reading his eyes for, you know, his whole career. But he pumped fake. Smitty gets open. So Brian Johnson puts a slant pattern in, which you don't do. It works. But you do not, you do not simplify the, anything. For, like, you're throwing him in the fire. You're blitz. What did you practice? They're blitzing. 
No one picked up. No, no and Jerry, no one picked it up. I mean, like, last night, I mean, Jerry, man, we appreciate it. So last night, the Eagles had 10 unblocked pressures. 10. <laughs> uh, it's the most in a team has faced in the NFL the entire season. Yeah, in terms of, of the target distribution last night, Devontae had, had uh, 12 targets. Uh, Swift had four. Goddard had six. Julio Jones, where he got knocked out, had three. And then Quez, four. I feel bad for Julio, too. Now, you talking about somebody I feel bad for. Because Quintoris was, you know, it was an A with me. But, but, boy, when he took that hit, and he he folded like a tent. You know, there's nothing quite like watching a football player get old on the field. It, it's like they move in a different speed than everyone. Watching Bradbury get old in front of our eyes, it, look, he looks like he's 65 out there. Julio <laughs> Jones looks so old. No, you know what's funny? I was watching it, and, and I was watching with a friend about it. They were like, what's wrong with him? I was like, he's old. <laughs> I was like, he's old. No, but when he got hit, though, and he crumbled, I was like, dang, my dog is hurt. He hurt. You can kind of fake it in baseball and basketball because you only play a little bit. They put you in different spots. It's one at-bat. You don't watch him run as much. In football, you can't hide it. When you're old, you just look so old. the, 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 The worst part about getting old and trying to play football is the thing that that becomes a reality quick as hell is the contact. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Like, like, because for, for years, i never forget it. You, you never feel how hard you're being hit. <laughs> you, like, Joe, I swear. And, and that's why, you know, it's funny because Jason, it was a few weeks ago. Remember when he had the primal scream and he grabbed dude? Against grabbed the dude, Cowboys, yeah, yeah. I, I believe that was the first time. That he got hit and he actually felt it. Because it sounds like it sounds weird, people, I know. But when you play football when you're young, like say Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith's running around out there and he's 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 like a I don't understand how he doesn't know how to tackle. But he puts his head down and I I, I feel for the young man. Somebody needs to hit, show him how to hit with his shoulders. But you you do stuff like Nolan does and you don't feel it. But once you hit a certain age criteria in the NFL, you feel it. Ooh, you wake up and be like, what the hell have I been doing? Like, you really sit out there on the field and you literally say, what the hell wrong with me? Why the hell did I do this for so long? And you talk about a guy like BG talking about doing it for 15 years. He's going to wake up five years after retirement. Like, I, I can't believe I did this dookie for as long as I did it. <laughs> Can I have a, a rule I'm going to set for Howie this offseason? <laughs> Can rule? we have less old guys? How many <laughs> old guys did they have in the secondary at one point last night? It was Roby, who looks like he can't play anymore either. It was Bradbury, Slay. Like, when I can start adding up the secondary members and the age gets to 200 quick, we've got too much age no, out there. Bradbury knew he was old when, who was it? Ter- what was the receiver name that, that beat him? Uh, Palmer. Palmer, yeah. Beat him on the slant. When he caught it and he tried to tackle him, and they was like, there you go. He was the fastest cat on the field. I don't know if I've ever watched a player, other than a running back, because it happens to running backs every year, to get at that old that fast as Bradbury. He was good last year. Yes. And now he's it not. It happens, man. It happens. It's one of those things when you wake up, you'd be like, 
you talk about what you used to be. Yeah. <laughs> like See, you, you did everyone here a favor. You, you got old in Jacksonville, so no yeah, one had to watch it. Yeah, then I came it. back, and then I got hurt. And so yeah. then you didn't have to – you didn't have to sit there, and they had to call in talking about, damn, you see that, Hugh? He's horrible. Yeah, Hugh had his Bradbury year in Jacksonville. That's why <laughs> That's why people still here, still like you. I feel attacked, but did I just roll right along with it? <laughs> he did. All right, let's grab Brett, and then uh, we're going to play for you the Jason Kelsey speech on a day that uh, it shouldn't be forgotten if, if it is it, and it's being reported that he's out. Uh, you know, his career and, and his legacy here is certainly part of the goodbye to the season. Brett is in Abington. Hey, Brett. Hey, what's going on, guys? Brett, what are you feeling today? Man, I think I'm somewhere in the middle of both of you, because here's my issue. This search gets so complicated just based off the front office and what we know about Howie Roseman and Jeffrey. I mean, Howie's a weasel. Like, he will not bring in a Belichick. He won't bring in a Harbaugh. He won't bring in a Vrabel just because of his ego. That's that's not going to happen. I don't think it's a possibility. And to me, those are the only options. And I know you had them at the top of your list, and I agree. The top options for the job. Like, good luck getting AJ to believe in some random offensive coordinator from insert team here or um, a college coach or something like that. Like, I don't think Belichick, any of those guys are really realistic. So, Brett, you're probably right, and Howard thinks the Belichick thing certainly isn't. I mean, you know what it would take? And maybe Vrabel's the most likely. It would take a coach who does have a strong personality and is a good coach and is experienced, be willing to say, okay, I'll coach, and you guys, Howie and Jeff, obviously Howie mostly, you can do all the roster stuff, right? You draft. It's almost like a coach has to be okay with the setup, and you're right, it's harder to find experienced coaches who don't want any say in personnel. Right, and that's the problem I see, because I think it's just a never-ending cycle. Like, we got in Doug, he's out three, four years later. We get in Nick, he's out three, four years later. For some other guy, same system, he's going to be out in three years after he gets sick of Howie, and that's it. I think you're right. Now, the funny part about this, and Brett, we appreciate it, is it kind of works, though. They get the Super Bowls doing this, and then the whole thing falls apart. All right, one of the big reasons it's worked with whatever coach the last you know, 